0: On Friday, April 28, 2023, crowds gathered between the trees in Cleaveragh to officially open the War Memorial Garden. The garden is a place of reflection, to remember the men and women who lost their lives as a direct result of the Great War. Tributes were paid to the victims of the war in what was a very poignant ceremony, with music provided throughout by the Sligo Concert Orchestra. Members of the Irish Defence Forces, the British Legion and dignitaries of a local and national standing were all present to pay their respects the commemoration ceremony was a result of years of work by the Lest Sligo Forgets Committee. Their chairperson, Tommy Higgins, is one of a number of people who have gone to great lengths to ensure that the Sligo people who perished will be remembered.
1: Yes, indeed, uh, five years, roughly. That, But those two years taken up with COVID. But we're delighted to be here today. And uh, uh, it's a very important day, for, especially for those people who uh, have relatives who, who died in the Great War. As you
0: said, a very important day, and it's very important that this day is commemorated in a manner like this as well.
1: Absolutely, I mean, you have to do the right thing, and it would it, be a shame if we didn't do it. And now it's it's here, and we're delighted. Yeah. As you said, this day has been about five or so years in the, in the coming. Um,
0: it's testament to the effort of all the members of the committee, such as yourself, Simone Hickey, Richard Lyons, to name but a few. That's like, I'm sure there's other people to mention as well, but this is a monumental effort on their behalf too.
1: Yeah, well, there's 15 in total in the committee, and everybody took their part. Everybody had different skills uh, to put it together, and we, they were wonderful. I couldn't have worked with better people. I have to say, so uh, I'm very pleased with the way that things have turned out. Yeah. And what do you think this day will mean to
0: those with, especially with relatives that had passed in the war? Well,
1: it's going to be here forever. The monument is here, the names are up there, and uh, we'll have more names to add to it in due course because we've un- uncovered more names in the last few years once this project started. So hopefully that'll be fine.
0: Simone Hickey is the secretary of the Lest Sligo Forgets Committee. She is one of many people from Sligo who had relatives who lost their lives in the Great War.
2: Yes, it's, it's a fabulous day for the people of Sligo. Finally, the men, after over 100 years, they're coming home. They're coming home to their relatives, their families and their communities. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful day.
0: And it's a particularly personal day for you as well, given you had relatives that were killed as well.
2: Yes, my great-grandfather, Terence Rooney, he was a printer-compositor in the Sligo Independent, married with five children and one on the way, and he decided to go to war. So that was the, the sort of... Ticked. that's the main reason I started this and then when I discovered that more and more people were in the same situation, that loved ones didn't come home and the numbers grew it was just the horrors of it all, so that's why I was determined to get the men's names and verify the names and make sure the men did come home
0: We're standing here beside the rusted sign to welcome you into the garden and then up above just behind us is the stone slabs with the names of those deceased, like it's quite a simple but quite an effective statement
2: well, from the outset, I was determined that if my research was used, it was going to be in a positive way. So having the garden like this in centre place in Sligo, in a park, it's in an area um, that people would gain a lot. There would be a lot of footfall, so people would create dialogue and ask questions. But what's more important is that the men are remembered as men and people from Sligo. There's no military symbols or insignias. No flagpoles, no poppy. There's nothing there except the men, and there's no regiment numbers. The men are coming home, not as soldiers, but as ordinary town men and county men. And um, they're just ordinary people who were just forgotten for the last hundred years. So now relatives finally have a chance to contemplate and remember them and acknowledge they existed and... So thankful to the County Council for giving this beautiful spot here.
0: As you said, Simone, this day has been a long time coming. What does it mean to you to have it? It's finally here now.
2: Oh, it's just... I will just get emotional. I am just so, so happy that uh, they're home. And people will talk about them. People will just mention their names and just they'll be remembered. And the families, especially, who have had nothing for years, will be able to go up and touch the names of their loved ones and say, you're home now. Back home it's like
0: The names of the dead, along with the parishes and townlands in Sligo that they came from, are delicately listed on limestone slabs that stand within the garden. However, only one establishment is listed on the slabs, and that is Sligo Grammar School. Ten students of the grammar were among those who died during the war, and chairperson of Sligo Grammar School, Reverend Noel Regan, was among those at the ceremony to commemorate them.
3: It's a wonderful day, actually, that uh, this is taking place, and that we have at last as was said earlier, uh, brought these people home, uh, all all, uh, 670 or so of them. Um, It was a very different world uh, that they went away in and uh,
0: that they were lost. There's a number of names on the stone plinths there behind us. Um, The only institution named on those is Sligo Grammar School, in which 10 students of the grammar were they lost their lives in that battle. And as chairperson of Sligo Grammar School, it must mean a lot to see those names remembered today.
3: Very much so. Um, I'm, I'm so pleased to see that that has happened. Um, and actually, the very first one on that uh, is a man the name of Aljo, who was from Manor Hamilton. Uh, and he was uh, had gone through Sligo Grammar. And we have a, a role of honour in, in, in Calvary Church associated with the grammar of the people who were lost at that time.
0: It's very important that they're all remembered, though, as well today.
3: Absolutely. I mean, uh, for so, so many years, uh, these people were, weren't were talked about. It just wasn't the thing to do. And I think it's wonderful that we have reached that stage of maturity in our country, uh, that at last this has been put right. And it's it's, it's lovely to see this... Uh, um, Here it's peaceful, it's quiet, and and, uh, um, it's a place for people to come and remember.
4: Today's ceremony and the monument we're about to formally unveil is not just to acknowledge their sacrifice, it is about one of the most basic instincts of kinship. In a way, we are bringing them home. We're acknowledging that in their home place, they are remembered and recognized. They are not forgotten. They are back among their own people. And when this generation is gone, there will be others who will visit this site to remember and to respect. Sligo is remembering, Sligo will not forget.
0: Former Northern Editor with RTE, Tommy Gorman, was the keynote speaker at the ceremony. As a free man of Sligo, he acknowledged those who passed and exactly what the commemoration meant to Sligo Town.
4: Wonderful day for Sligo. Um, this is dealing with our legacy, our garrison town. It's acknowledging all those people who went with the best of intentions and who lost their lives, uh, and it's bringing part of their spirit home and laying it to rest in what is, you know, a stunningly beautiful place, and this is going to be here for generations to come. And you had those lovely moments in the silence when you could hear the birds chirping, and you just had a sense here that this was people doing the right thing and happy to be doing it, and I felt it was a real occasion of healing for Sligo and you'd be proud to be a Sligo person on a day like this
0: and you mentioned in your speech as well the kind of constants of Sligo like Garavogue River flowing into the Atlantic Ben Baldwin and Nockneray as well this memorial garden is another constant for Sligo today
4: it is and like you know uh, it's a moment in time but there's a timelessness about it it's the local but it's also the universal so it just ties up our shared humanity and you know you see ambassadors from New Zealand and from Uh, the United Kingdom uh, and you see the emotion in families here and the tears in their eyes and you're very very conscious that for a time people were almost afraid they were made to feel ashamed over what their loved ones had done and it was a very noble thing uh, that happened and it was terrible that they lost their lives and of course they were all so young and I really feel this was Sligo another stage in our growing up and I think this is such an asset to our place uh, and it's, it's just a, a very local and profound example of reconciliation.
0: Many people of many nationalities were affected by the war and on the day ambassadors to Ireland from Britain, New Zealand, Canada and Australia came to Sligo to attend the ceremony. British ambassador to Ireland Paul Johnston was moved by what he saw in Sligo.
1: It says it's, it's, it's beautiful to be here. My friend Tommy Gorman uh, invited yeah, me and awesome. Other ambassadors some time back, and it's it's poignant to remember in this in this beautiful new memorial garden the remarkable scale of the sacrifice that the young men of uh, Sligo made in the Great War. And I think it's it's beautiful that the community has come together uh, to to remember it and to remember it in such a, a poignant way with people listed by the town, the village, the district that they came from, and you can't help thinking on a on a beautiful spring day of all the the young men and women as well who lost their lives and never had the opportunity to come back. And as as Tommy said in his, his remarkable address, in a way they're all coming home today. And that's it's really rather, rather powerful to be here. While
0: Australian ambassador Gary Gray laid a wreath in memory of the victims of the war from Sligo town.
5: It's a beautiful day and a day of commemoration and remembrance done with great sensitivity by a wonderful community Remembering and rebuilding its past,
0: and a lot of people have travelled here today. The likes of yourself, as the ambassador of Australia, and you've laid a wreath here today as well at the stone commemorating those from Sligo Town.
5: That's right. It's this week is the week that we would in Australia be commemorating Anzac Day, and so the matters of our people who died in the First War died together with irish with british with indians with canadians with americans with new zealanders and so the point of remembrance and commemoration is one that affects all of us on all parts of the globe and so it's wonderful to be here in sligo as part of this commemoration that's done with such sensitivity and historical accuracy Uh, that we feel it's such an important thing to be at. It's
0: certainly very important that so many nationalities and communities are represented here today as well.
5: It it is, and that's representative of families, of communities, of nations, uh, and all of it is memory, and all of that memory is important to us as we face into our own futures.
0: Many people who spoke throughout the day talked about doing the right thing, and on Friday, April 28, 2023, it was widely felt that the right thing had been done as Sligo came together to remember the fallen.
2: Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them.
0: Remember
2: them. <laughs> when you go home, tell them of us and say, For your tomorrow, we gave our today.